Testing, testing, one, two. It's the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Marlin, a.k.a. Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth. Okay, family. Let's begin. Nah, we ain't gonna begin. We're gonna get this nigga on the phone first. Check, check. Okay, nephew just um sit tight real quick because i'm gonna do my intro i'm gonna talk a little bit of shit and then i'm gonna just bring you in right on cue oh okay all right uh, call me back no sit on the line i'm just gonna have you on mute okay so if you're talking i ain't gonna be able to hear you but i'm I'm gonna just uh because i don't i don't want to start the show and then call you i just like to call you first and have you waiting and i'm gonna just bring give you the grand finale i mean give you that grand entrance and you'll know when I'm going to bring All you right. in. So just sit tight for me, cuz. All right, I'm going to the car now. All, All right. right. Let me see. Put him on mute. Put him on mute. Check, check, check. Let me see if we can start this shit. We're recording. All right. It has come down to that moment, y'all, like we always do. Let's go. Welcome back. It is the Run Your Mouth Podcast. Oh, shit. I got two phones. I'm going to have to get my girl firm back. Welcome back. It's the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I'm your host, Mad Marlin, a.k.a. Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth. Give me some, you nasty bitches. Now... Before we begin the show, you know, I like to just slide some shit out to the middle of the table. I like to just put some shit out there before we begin the show. I like to just get some shit off my chest. Sometimes it could be considered a OG moment. Oh, niggas be tripping and shit, right? Why when you on the motherfucking highway and shit, right? And you in the middle lane, you know, the chill lane. And you decide, you know, you want to go a little faster. 
So you jump in the motherfucking fast lane. You start to shingin because you the whole point is to pass the motherfucker that was in front of you. You get over and you get in front of them. Soon as you why did we, soon as you jump over, some other motherfucker come come running out the motherfucking back to the point you gotta jump back over in the middle lane. I hate when that shit happens. <laughs> Right? I got something else I want to put out there. How come when you in the fast lane, you coming up in the fast lane, and it's a car in front of you? This motherfucker in the fast lane going to regular speed. So you swerve around, and you decide to slow down and look out your window to see why is this motherfucker in the fast lane moving like a ninja turtle. So you do this. Look at them, and they doing this. Looking down at their motherfucking phone. Give them some. <laughs> so, family, we want to welcome everybody to the Run Your Mouth podcast. It's episode 12. We got a good show lined up. We talking about post-election voter shaming and i got my artist of the motherfucking day waiting on the line patiently before we bring him in and give him his grand entrance so if you got any type of comments about post-election you know everybody made a big fuss about what was going down and now the president has been decided and today is november 7th you know let's just keep the date it's post-election and we talking about voter shaming and this is some shit I just noticed that happens with black, the blacks. I see a lot of black people talking. Sh- I see a lot of black people who voted talking shit about the black people who didn't vote. And I see black people who didn't vote talking shit about the black people who did vote. We call it voter shaming. Give them all some. Hold on. Shit. Get my sound effects ready here. Get him, motherfucker, son. Give him, son. And the motherfucking artist of the motherfucking day. Now, definitely a Midwest chopper. He comes up out of Kansas City, Kansas. I talked to him. He said he'd been laying low for a minute, and he's back in the motherfucking saddle. He got a new single dropped. It's called motherfucking yoga, right? Y'all gotta make some noise for motherfucking overdose 913. Give him some, bitches. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on, bring that shit. Give him some more, you little bitch. Hold on, hold on, hold on, shut up. Give him some more, you little bitch. <laughs> we come back and edit shit out, Overdose. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Overdose 913, the floor is yours, man. Just, just give me a quick intro. Tell me a little something about yourself before we begin. Before I get to chop you down with these questions and shit. What's the dealio, cuzzo? 
Hey, what's going on with you, man? <laughs> man, I'm out here. You know, I'm sipping, so, you know, it's kicking in. We got yeah, you on the I'm line. <laughs> yeah. How y'all doing out there, man? This is Overdose. First of all, let me explain some of y'all. I'm a Midwest baby. <laughs> Midwest baby. A lot of people don't know this, man. I was born in St. Louis, man. Mm. Like, for real. That's my, that's my daddy's side. You know mm. what I mean? St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, lived across the bridge in Alden, Illinois. That's mostly my mama's side. Then I moved to Rock Island, Illinois. I landed in Wyandotte County. Mm. I say landed. <laughs> mm. I landed in 1995, that summer. And, uh, yeah, it was a change of my life, man. And I became a man here. Hence my name, Overdose 913, which stands for Overall Versatile Asshole Developed Over Struggling Events. Hold up. For those that don't know. Hold the fuck <laughs> up. Hold up. We having a OG moment. Now, <laughs> Overdose 913, an OG moment is when some happened on the show that just is some OG shit, and some just happened that is some OG shit, and some OG shit is when rappers from our era, our pedigree, our cut, our lane, we be having names that be having meanings and shit. Give him some, people. <laughs> Overdose, tell my listeners, break that name down again. Run that shit back, cuz. Alright, it's O-V-A-D-O-S-E and I didn't want to spell it as overdose and I really don't like what people call me that as far as spelling it, you know overdose. what I mean? My name is O-V-A O-V-A-D-O-S-E Can I get an autograph, autograph overdose? <laughs> Break that yeah, shit. they get that Yeah, but uh, it's o-, o for overall versatile you know, asshole or American, depending on who I'm talking to mm-hmm. developed over struggling events that's what it stands for. Mm. It's been a long struggle, man. For I can, real. I can fuck with that, nephew. You say you born in... You say, no, no, you wasn't born in KCK, but your spaceship no. landed in KCK yeah. in what year again? 1995. 1995. Were you I... <laughs> rhyming or not? Yeah. It's been in me since... I want to say... <sighs> Somewhere near 1988, 89. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I've always had a passion for it, but as far as actually writing, that's around that time I was mostly doing poetry back then. Poetry. Mostly just writing my notebook, just poetry, listening to everybody. You know what I mean? But if you listen to my music, you can tell I listen to everybody. <laughs> I'm going to mix it up. What's some drop? You, I'm going to mix it up. Do you remember any of your poems? We're about to put you on. Um, Front. No, it was so long ago. Okay. So long ago, whole lot of smoke ago. You know what I mean? Okay. So, okay. Uh, I wasn't really prepared for that. Maybe if I, I, I dig in my archives, I may be able to find something for y'all. Maybe next the time. Next we'll time you on the show, get the poem ready because we're going to put you on Front Avenue Gang. Give him some. <laughs> All right. Overdose. So in 1995, what was the rap scene like when you got here? Um, you said you was rhyming. Um, what was the rap scene like? Did you have a CD out? Were you in and out the studio? Did you were there rappers already? No, oh, no, nah, man. I was a. I mean, shit. You call it whatever you want to call it, but you know, just hood, man. Just hood, soaking up game back then, man. Because you got to understand, in '95, I didn't, I didn't have no family here. You know what I mean? I, I was soaking it up basically, just just checking my surroundings, see how it was, and 
you know, it was real gritty out here as far as the music. Man, the the underground was cool. It was a few people doing things, you know. Um, How old were you in 95? I was 11 and a half when I got here. Real critical, I'm, I'm, man. I'm, okay, I'm an OG to you. Damn, I thought you, <laughs> for some reason, I thought you, me and you might have been in the same second grade. Damn, okay. <laughs> Overdose. Nah, Damn, bro, you like 10? You like a dime and some change up under my more. <laughs> well, I'm honored to be here talking to him. You know what I mean? That's the first thing I'm going to say, man. You've been doing shit since, shit since I landed here. Right. You the okay. original Martian in this motherfucker, so I mean, hey, no, on respect, some, bro. On some didn't do my studies right. I guess I did, I, cause I don't go, cause you don't ask black people how old they are, cause we don't age. So, but for some, <laughs> for some reason, I always thought since you had that fast flow, I thought we might have been just from that, you know, the same era, cause shit, night early nineties, nigga. I, Eww, I already man. know, man. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know how that go, man. Right. You know, uh, I think my first taste of actual fast rap. I mean, that. I mean, Juice. The intro to Juice what was that. Uh, Big Daddy Kane. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Big Daddy Kane, and that, then um, you said that you was know? your introduction. Well, to fast rap, other than uh, and I always laugh about this, other than. Um, you know, of course, Mr. Tongue Twister, because I'm Illinois. I mean, I knew about him first for anybody else. But it was Juice, Twister, and <laughs> the Micro Machine Man. <laughs> mm, the Micro Machine Man. Yeah, man, he was hard, bro. Bust me upside <laughs> my head. Who was that? You remember the dude, man, they had them, them little toys back in the day, and he would talk like an auctioneer real, real fast on the commercial. No, sir. And, and you uh, think- so explain this shit to me. You saying hearing hearing that hearing that shit like you just incorporate that into your flow, right? I, it was right. exciting to me, man. When he would talk, he amped kids up because he talked so fast. You'd have to really pay attention. Oh, you know what I mean? That, and that was the thing. You know what I mean? He wasn't like I'm about to slow down for y'all. You just need to feel what I'm on. Right. And that's pretty much what I got from him. Twister. That was a whole other thing. But you know. But as far as the music scene, man, it was controversial back then. 95 was, you know, a whole lot of East Coast, West Coast. You know, it was a whole lot of sides and, mm. you know, a whole bunch of bullshit, if you ask me. But, I mean, it is what it is. But the music was great back then, as so far as the music. What, what what year did you hit the booth? Did you finally hit the booth? No, or let me say, let me say this. Let me say, what year did you really become active? If like bam, you out here, you got a name, you got music out, you doing shows. What what was the be what year was the beginning um, of that? Honestly, uh, I forget the exact year. I've been rapping on the microphone since high school. So I wanna say around two thousand and one. Somewhere okay. around there is when I start blessing the booth. Uh I put out the LOA C D. It was just a mixtape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was uh just it wasn't on online or nothing like that. It was really out here in these streets, man. Right. Uh, doing shows and stuff, you know, it's all the years jammed together. So I really couldn't give you the exact time frame, but it was it was surely after. Well, actually, no, I take that back. It was Made Man first. Made Man Records was first, and uh, Rain put out a CD that I was on. Who? And uh, it was it was it was uh, Rain from Made Man Records, and I don't, I don't believe they no longer around. But uh, as far as rapping, mm-hmm. but uh, he put out a CD I was on. Before that, it was high school stuff, you know, friends. Uh, I don't know, a few people might have that SYT CD floating around, 
just little stuff, man. Underground, basically. So, you, do you you um you consider yourself a Midwest chopper, right? I do. Yeah. I definitely do. Okay. I definitely do. Definitely. Cause I I saw you. I just I think the first time I I think I mean we might have been doing some Michael Hammer shows or some shit. I think mm-hmm. that or I, I that. Yep. I don't know when the first time you might have saw me, but I think that's the first time I came in contact with you. And I was like, I didn't know you was from, um, I didn't know you was from KCK. Yeah. So I got some questions um, we can get into. That was the reason. You know what I mean? What? It's a long story. <laughs> as far as the 913 and my rap name, oh, I put okay. it in there to remind people, you know, it's small, but big business in a small town is how I felt. Right. So I just wanted to know that we all riding together, KC. You got soldiers over here too, though. Right, right. That's all. Right. So what's the deal with loyalty entertainment? I um I went looking for some pictures of you, and I saw you um I saw you uh, up in the pictures with uh loyalty entertainment. Is that your is that your label home? You signed to loyalty? Um, currently I am still associated with that label, uh, forever. I'm, I'm to keep this real. I am loyalty for life. Like till I hit the ground, even I bump it to them in the afterlife, and they need my help. I'm there. At the end of the day, currently I am not signed. Okay, just for the record. Okay, currently, I'm just asking. I'm trying to pick, put the shit out there, getting y'all on these platforms, yeah. letting the motherfucking audience know. Um, what you think about the generation gap? Generation um, gap. What you think about that? Cause, and this is crazy because I thought that you, me, and you was in the same second grade together. But since we <laughs> not, this will be a good intake. Cause you, you ten year, yeah, you a dime up under me. Mm-hmm. So, what do you mm-hmm. think about the generation gap? Why? What do you Man. think about it? And what can be done? Why the OGs is scared to intermingle with the young cats? Why the young cats is like, man, fuck them OG niggas. They didn't do it. It's our turn. What's what's the deal? I feel you on that. I mean, for one, every dog had a day. That's one thing I want to say. Two, as far as the gap, hell, as far as my gap to your gap, that ain't that far. One, um, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like we was basically chasing y'all, basically. We we, we looked up to y'all more than the new generation looks back, but they willing to use the music from back then, too. So it's kind of weird, really, if you really think about it. But as far as people reaching out, that's everybody trying to hold their nuts in the basket, man. I mean, that's just all there is to it. They they don't want to, you know, change up what they're doing. They might lose some hardcore fans or or whatever it may be, man. I mean, in the end, um, it, I hope what will happen is we get over that, man. We all understand it's all music and everybody got their turn. There's enough room for everybody, bro, period. The shit, I think the shit is systematic, man. I think, you know, because I think rap, to me, it seems like rap, Hip hop culture is the only culture that has this um this Willie Lynch syndrome where the young cats versus the old cats because I don't see it in country, I don't see it in rock and roll, I don't see it in R and B. I only see it in, you know, the number one most dominant art form on the universe, which is hip hop, where the gap between like shit, this nigga's ten years younger than you that's out here talking about screw niggas your age and shit now, you know. That's how fast the shit is moving. I think mm-hmm. I think hip hop should should always remain if if you got what it takes to remain then you remain. I don't think it should be 
it should be I don't think it should be people at the at a gate saying, Hey, everybody born in this generation, they're in this era, the hard to control motherfuckers, y'all yeah. gotta get out of here. We need all wet behind the ear ankle biters because these niggas is the easiest to control. I'm just saying I ain't trying to get no lumen. I mean, I feel what you're saying though. Like what you're saying is some real shit and I, I can't point nobody out or say I've actually seen it my own eyes but it seems that way it seems whatever the powers that be say go that's what you know everybody gravitates towards you know what i mean i mean but you also got to have the factor of, of motherfuckers like e40 let you know i mean it's all about keeping up it's all about staying relevant a lot of people not relevant a lot of people just you know whatever they do what they normally do and they really don't care right. i mean you, i mean it just depends man me, myself, I love it all, bro. I respect the old, I respect the new, and I'm not scared to try new stuff. Right. No, so. that's 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 good. Speaking of young cats, what do you, what do you think about the um the sad news about King Von? Now, I mean, man, I now I, now you might you probably know more you might know more of his music than me. I don't know because I didn't even know about King Von until FBG Duck got killed. And you know, and I just been like on YouTube for hours, just mm-hmm. researching all these little niggas, and I think the shit is just fucking sad, and it's it's like sickening, it's like demonic, bro, to to have you know in our culture this um this trend of murder, like because it's like a trend, yeah. you know. I mean, it's it's the rewards of stripes, and they and they you know televising it, they talking about it, they making music about it, it's, it's become a part of certain culture. You know, um, not point nobody out, it's just there. And as long as people keep, you know, being sheep is what I'm going to call them, and not thinking for themselves and just doing what the next man's doing, you're going to have either good or bad results depending on you. Mm. You know, and as far as those two artists that you was talking about, I'm glad you did your research. That's some real OG shit. Me, myself, hey. I don't know a lot, bro, but I'm telling you, nigga, we can sit here and have a convers a hours conversation because I didn't, you know, YouTube is right there. It's the encyclopedia for whatever the fucking man. Break it down. I mean, if you know more than me, break it down, bro. No, no, no. That's that's what I'm getting at, bro. Oh. I have a family. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just hustle. It ain't just music. It ain't just get. You know, I, I got a family too, so I don't have all the time in the world. You know what I'm saying? To be on there looking for everybody. I get on there, post bunch of things, be cool. You know what I mean? But I don't, you know, a lot of these new cats, man, no disrespect to nobody. It's so many of them. It's, it's hard to keep up. It is hard to keep up. When I heard that name, I said, I'm going to be honest with y'all. No disrespect. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. I have no idea. I couldn't even tell you where they from, man. And the thing about it is you asked me how I felt just hearing it. That's sad, bro. Hey, four months ago, I, somebody would have asked me the same thing about FBG Duck, and I would have knew not. I would have been like, "Who? What? I, I don't, you know?" Because I mean, bro, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm OG to you, you OG to them. So me and you both, I just shit. I'm, I, I got this platform now. I gotta stay updated on this news and shit, man. And mm-hmm. he basically a young cat from motherfucking Chicago, bro. Oh, and man, they, come you on, know, man. Chief Keith, Lil Dirk, they he from that whole little crowd, mm. bro. And you know, FBG Doug, he got killed like four months ago. And Lil King Von, oh. he like 90, 80 pounds and, of dreads, and bro. Like he tw- look like he twelve. They oh, fighting man. outside the club, 
uh, the video is. Let me let let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Overdose because you, by the way you talk and the way you articulate yourself, you sound like you got sense and you woke and you conscious and you don't have to read no Malcolm X books to be that. Bro, what is the deal with watching videos of black men being killed on camera on social media? What is the deal with it? What is the algorithm? It's the it's, and I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna sound fucked up to some people, man, but. It's the best step up from Unsolved Mysteries, man. Mm. Mm. Let me give him some I mean, Illuminati if you really think sounds. about that. Hold on, let me give him <laughs> some Illuminati sounds. You said it's the best since Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. If, if Unsolved Mysteries was, was to be any better, it would be people filming live, somebody getting killed. And that's what people are attracted to, man. We still primal. We can have all the technology in the world. You can have all the religion in the world. At the end of the day, your instincts is going to override everything. Mm. Until you change your instincts, we can't change anything. Right. Why won't Facebook shut it down? I mean, I know why, but, you know, why? Let's. I want to know your take. Why you think Facebook, why we don't see videos of, like, and I don't mean to offend nobody, but here on the Run Your Mouth podcast, we do like to offend people sometimes. <laughs> why why overdose we don't see any videos of white male suburban rappers beating each other up on camera, shooting each other, laying dead. Why we don't see that? Like why why do Facebook allow a video of somebody's child? I don't care what he done, you know, the shooter or the killer. Why 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 a video of a human being being gunned down? Why is that just like I don't know. I, I, like you said, we primal. I get it, but like, why won't these people running these systems? Why won't they like say, you know, we're not gonna show that shit? Like, to me, it just right. Don't... Which is which is you think about it. Back when we were little, you didn't see stuff like that. Oh. It was happening. Mm. You didn't see it. Mm. It's all about first of all, and I, I hate to say this because I love my technology. I love it. Hold it on. can be a good and a bad thing, a blessing and a curse at the same time. People are attracted to what they can see, touch, feel, etc. Um, I mean, as far as them not shutting it down, controversy sells, man. And then, you know, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but the thought of distractions are out there. Right. There's a lot of positive things going on. Do you see videos of that? No. You might read about it somewhere. Mm. If you get a newspaper or go to an article on a, you know, on a site or whatever, but come on now. Overdose. It's, it's, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up, bro. Go ahead. No, nah, just the way, you know, just how we've been since the beginning. If you think about it. And I can do, I did a, I did a, I actually did an episode called Dead Rappers. Um, and I talked about, you know, the whole concept of, a rapper dying like how do you find out about new rappers these days because i'm like you i got a family i work but you know i just so i'm a truck driver so you know truck drivers man we got the we like number five on the most people on youtube and um i I was just like i did it's a it's a new thing bro like this is how you find out remember you when we were young you found out about a new rapper because you was over somebody's house and you heard him playing that song or Mm -hmm. you you heard that Mm -hmm. song rolling up the street now, bro, mm-hmm. you you see a post, 
about a nigga who gonna got slumped. And you like who? before you heard his music. Yeah, yeah. Before I heard his music. So now, now overdose. My brain is, you know, my brain has this like curiosity because you know I'm a human. You know, yeah. uh, another human being got killed. Like, like, like you said, we could talk about this for hours, bro. Right. There's a factor in there that we need to touch bases on. How come these people albums sell more when they did? Mm. I mean, we can go about that. I mean, it's it's a lot of reasons and, and things we can bring up, man. But mm. it, it, the reality of it, we have to. It's up to us, bro. It's basically up to us. That's like when somebody died, they want to call him the goat, and I never heard of him. It, we had more standards back then. That's why people still have warm feelings about the music game back in, you know, back in the day. Day. Mm-hmm. It, it just meant more, man. The, you know, you you had to be either saying something or entertaining. Period. Okay, overdose nine one three, the Run Your Mouth podcast. I want to get into this yoga song real quick, man. I'm coming uh-huh. up on my halfway mark. Um, I'm gonna let you introduce it. So we got tree on the slap. Is that correct? Or oh yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Go yeah ahead. we had to do it. You Go know, ahead. K. He, he from the K. I'm I'm from the K. He he's a. I mean, as far as I know, you know, what I mean, dude, dude, making moves over here. You know, he. I mean, just look around. His name is around, bro. He one of them dudes gonna sneak up on you. It's gonna happen. And he been here. So, you know what I mean? And I'm I'm just blessed that. You know, he was willing to fool with me, man. So you could have went to any producer in the city, any producer on YouTube. You could have got on SoundCloud. Why Tree on the Slap? Let's get Tree on the Slap some flowers right now while we're on the air. Okay. Well, Tree got a sound where it's it's more of 2020, but he gritty, man. He got some gritty sounds in there, man. It, it just... It bring it, it just brought that song to life to me. It, it's the first thing I thought about was something gritty, something, you know. It, it's more of my monstrous type song, you know what I mean? It's it's more primal, really. I mean, let's just get down to the bones of it. It's more primal. And he understood me when I came to his, you know, when I stepped up to him. He knew. He heard my music before. He already knew. He was like, what are you going to do? Because I can't place you. I said, I tell you what, throw me something, and I'm going to make something happen. That's pretty much how it happened. All right. Pretty much, man. He, he, who, I mean, we in the town, man. We got to work, man. Got to work. You heard it. You heard it right here from a mouth that got legs. Overdose 913. The new single was called Yoga right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast. I'm going to have you on mute while um, while I'm playing the track, because I'll bring you back in after the song's over. Yes, sir. All right, let's go. Give him some, bitch. Smoke some yeah. like a loke on the low sum. Yeah. Marijuana gon' provoke some. At the after party, you should know some. Yeah. Motor pornographic throat hunching, touch your toes clutching. If you go for that, big yoga mask, serious heart attack, origami shapes, ain't no holding back. Uh, throw it back, throw it back, back, get it. 
crack, get it crack. Bend it back, bend it back. Put the pussy good with the stack. Tongue twerking into that. Sugar spice in the snacks. Room hotter than a rack. Weed cookies, creamy crack. Bubble booty, give me that. But you wobble work and we can wax. Really silly, no relax. Try to make up a target at your tax. I'm an animal right behind it. You gon' feel it when I'm grinding. I slide in like a side in the ocean with a trident. Girl, my middle name should have been Monson. Keep you with me, get the feeling inside. Side a friend, then we probably menaging. Get intense with a tongue massage. Savage, baby, no surprises. Freak pigs, no mirages. Earthquake and second thighs. Feel the mountain coming climbing. Smoke up. Green smoke Yoda. Dope dick Yola. Game cold polar. Yo, yo. Get out, chick yoga. Get out, Right here on the Run Your Mouth Podcast, I'm your host, Mad Marlin, a.k.a. Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth, you funky little bitch, you. We got Overdose 913 on the motherfucking mic, on the phone. What the dealio, Cilio? Man, shit, man, I've been here, dog. Blessed. Blessed right now. Overdose, you got to make sure... You find, and I can give you some emails because you can just, you can send, you know, in this day and age, you can take your song and send it to like 30 DJs in three clicks. Yeah, just send it to them. Send them to, um, a fucking, um, what's the shit called? A fucking, uh, a DJ pack. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it, 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 it's worth it. It's worth it. You know, I, I tell everybody, okay. anybody who I um who I play on here, because if I play your song, if I play some of your shit on here, you know, I'm that's like me saying I think the DJ should play it. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And um, I don't know. Absolutely. If, I don't know if you once your shit, you know, start doing too much, you know, spot up uh, Facebook and come back and mute this shit out. So. What? I mean, but that's a good thing. You know what I mean? That means you get paid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. So, uh, yes, sir. So, uh, overdose nine one three on our menu. We got um, post selection and voter yeah. shaming, and of course, the artist of the day, which is himself, man. What do you think about the fucking election? Like, just however you want to sum it up. Just give me your take on it. Let me know what is overdose nine one three as a man, as a father, as a black man in America. What the fuck do you think about the election? And right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast, you can give it to him how you want it. Um, I'm glad it's over. Honestly, <laughs> leading up to this point, it was a whole lot of animosity. It was a whole lot of shaming and blaming and pointing a finger and just I don't know we got we got kind of primal man that must be the word for the day because it, it was real ugly out here it's real ugly um, it and not saying it was just the election you know it was a lot of things but um, yeah man I, I just want people to to be able to breathe for a second I'm just happy that you know at least the that part is over basically right. you know it, it's terrible man like <laughs> so to me you- Dude, I mean, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, I'm this motherfucking uh, political analyst, you know, 
<laughs> and I know this and that, and I'm just, you know. But right. I do listen. I know I can. I know some facts. I know for a fact that when black people in America, you know, I'm just gonna speak on a layman's terms because I don't want nobody to have to Google no simple shit. When we was in captive, you know, slavery, whatever you want to call it these days, when we got let out of that shit, you know, between um, black people getting let out of motherfucking slavery, going free, and between, like, that Cotton Club era, that uh, early 20s, that Harlem Renaissance era, you know, that black Wall Street era, these were black Republicans. You know, I'm just going to slide that fact out there i ain't gonna i ain't saying that i you know that i know every motherfucking thing there is to know about politics but i do know when black when black people once we were you know set free from slavery we registered as republicans and um i also got another fact i want to slide up out there before i ask you another question um the black panther party and i've said this before to all my listeners out there, I said this before a couple times on some past episodes, the Black Panther Party, the reason they name the organization the Black Panther Party, the reason they chose the word party is because they believe that black people, even back then, we needed our own party. I just want to put that out there, and I just want to give my mm-hmm. ancestors some. Give them some. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I don't know if you knew any of those, you know, but hey, man, you can look that shit up. It fucked me up when I found it out years ago. But and I still, you know, I I, I said it on my podcast, you know, I kept my vote. You know, that's what it is. And um, yeah. how do you how do you feel about that overdose? Nine one three. How do you feel about people who vote looking down on people who didn't vote and vice I mean, versa? I, well, really, it depends on how passionate you are. If you really believe that that election was going to change our lives as a whole, if you really think that, then yeah, I would understand why you would do it. Do I feel it's right? Absolutely not. Especially if you're a grown person. You pose to have a little more respect for your fellow man. However, tensions rise, man, with certain situations. I do understand that too. But in the end, right is right, wrong is wrong. Everybody has their choice. And they don't have to share it with you. Mm. You don't have to agree. What about overdose nine one three? What about all of the black people who marched? All of our ancestors, mm. all of our forefathers who marched and was sprayed with water hose and dogs sicked on them and all kind of shit. And I just want to give a say something to all those police officers from back then. Biatch. How, do, <laughs> do you think? Do you think that? When people like me, when why when we choose not to vote, do you think that we're disrespecting our ancestors? And you can be honest. Oh, that's a good question. Um, Take I'm gonna have time, to say brother. I'm fifty. I, nah, I don't need no time. I'm straight direct with mine, man. I don't need time to think all the time. Come this question is real. Come on. At the end of the day, I can see that. I mean, that can go a whole lot of ways too. There's a lot of ways that we're disrespecting our ancestors. So as far as not voting, that's the least, that's, I mean, that's the least. Uh, That's really not, 
I mean, I, I can't say yes or no, basically is what I'm saying. Because it is, but it ain't. It depends on your reasoning behind not voting. So that's a wide question. My, you me. know, me personally, no, I can't speak for any other person or black person who didn't vote. But my, my, my reason why I didn't vote is because, you know, I believe on an economical landscape and a bunch of other big ass motherfucking words that I can put together. You know, first of all, let me explain something in layman terms what voting is like. If I'm a vote for you, that means I believe I know that you are going to do something for people like me, whether it be based on my race, because I could be handicapped. And this president might got a good ass motherfucking plug on some. You know what I mean? So, right. You know what I mean? So, but, but, right. we, but we black, it's called the black vote. Okay. So y'all done put us into a corner. So y'all calling our vote, the black vote. Okay. Right. So, it was which, the same label. Okay. They got same us a label. label. Okay. So this, and remember they said, they remember they said they don't deal in labels, but y'all do deal in labels. You know what I mean? So exactly. let me give y'all motherfuckers. I mean, I'm the red state of blue state <laughs> And these motherfuckers dealing labels overdose. Let me give them some more. God damn it. <laughs> Overdose. Tell me they're on dealing labels, man. Come on, bro. Uh, they definitely do. We all label. Why do you think we got social security numbers? Okay, so so we got the black vote. So the reason I didn't vote is because I believe neither one of these guys are going to do anything to help me and my black vote. Right. That's pretty much it. And I understand that completely, brother. And I, you <laughs> At the end know, of the day. I mean, you indecisive, bro. What can you do? I don't. Yeah, I mean, because I voted for Obama because he was black. I mean, I, I mean, did. It, exactly. I, I mean, hey, you, I'm going to tell you, you put me in that pot, too. I ain't ashamed of it. Boy, don't make me have an old I, You got to think of it like, man. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead, Cuzzo. What I was about to say was, you know, it, it depends on how you make the country look, too. What you mean? I feel like Obama made the country look very good. Just yeah. as who he is. As who he is. It, it really, honestly, him being black was a, a definite plus. He could have been the minute. He could have been anything of color that wasn't black. And I, I probably, you probably still would have got my vote. Real man, talk. Man, a black man make anything look good. And I'm not trying there to is. be no racist or anything, but come on, the proof right. is in the pudding. You know, mixed babies is the number one race on the rise for the last <laughs> 10 years. So that means somebody love having this dark, tall ingredient within their yeah. genetic makeup. Yes, give them some. Yep. Yep. And, and you know, I'm telling you, Go ahead, Cuzzo. Dude, uh, you know, he was the right complexion, man. Dude was just, you know. The right. He, he was right, bro. And, and I'm going to be real. I had a fanatic moment. As, as much as everybody, you know, a lot of people that voted for him did. You know what I mean? They had fanatic moments. Who, who don't want to be a part of history? Well, who don't want to say, I did? I really felt I was doing some good, you know? No matter what restraints he had while he was there and couldn't do the things he wanted to do. Take us back to that I time. I felt he had those. good intentions. 
take us back to that time when you had that fanatical moment when when Barack Obama became president and you knew that like being black was okay. I'm about to get every motherfucking job. I'm probably about to get a new business. I'm probably about to get a raise. Life is definitely about to get better. Right. That's definitely how I felt. But I mean, come on, man. It, it, real life. I mean, he was a, a real superhero in real life. In real life. Something positive, though. Like, nothing negative. He wasn't doing a whole lot of shame in the other opponent. It wasn't a whole lot of grudge match type things, as far as I remember. And, um, you know, it, it was more on facts. It was more on heart and, and determination and changing, you know. And if you black in America, you definitely want some more changes. I mean, it's still there. Right. Even, you know, people want to say, well, that didn't happen to you back then as far as slavery and all of that, you know. I mean, I get that, but I'm still affected by it. The, the people that did that, too, people of, that look like me, you know what I mean? Their their descendants are being taught this to this day. Facts. So yeah, I, I mean, any change that look positive, we need to we need to really consider that. That's all I'm saying. And I, yeah, superhero. I know for a fact, Obama's a superhero to the um. Gotta pick the right right word to the uh LGBT community because he faxes that he he passed a bill that directly affects them. You know, the LGBT vote, like we was just saying a couple minutes ago about the putting us in the corner. So he put all of the LGBT community into a corner and he passed a, a bill for them. And then he passed one for the uh, Hispanic community, the Mexican, Latin community, whatever the fucking politically uh-huh. correct motherfucking word is y'all want to use out here. He passed mm. a bill for them. So, yeah, and, and, and them two alone, these can all be researched and all we all see it today. Now, black people as a whole, he did not, like, create a bill and, you know, y'all can drop in the comments and do y'all research if y'all out there trying mm. to Google gangster me. Mm-hmm. But I think to black people, he was what exactly what you said, a hero, like um, a huge, huge, humongous source of inspiration. Like maybe 20 years right. from now, a kid that uh, witnessed Barack Obama's presidency might become the next. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just because you did vote don't mean you don't have hopes for a certain candidate. You uh, know, I'm sure... I'm sure there's a lot of people who did vote that are praying and, you know, showing Biden love in hopes that he show love back the same way we did with Obama. Mm. So, you know, that's what I was taught. Show love, get love. You know, that's test the waters. We tested the waters with Obama. People need to understand he had certain obligations and he had people on his back that made sure certain things really wanted to do didn't happen. You know, I'm pretty sure about that. But I believe he had good intentions. And what? he didn't make us look bad the whole time he was there, as far as I remember. What so. do you what what is your take on Ice Cube? If you even tapped in, or even had any time to look into it, or even seen people mm-hmm. post about it, if you don't know, it's not. I can let you know what I know. But what is your take on Ice Cube and a contract with Black America? And no, he never. Uh, you know, at least what we know, he did not never meet with Trump. Well, as far as that, Ice Cube is that nigga. And um, Come I don't on. feel like he's done, he's done anything. Up. Go ahead, guys. 
Hey, he the original OG, man. I'm not, you know, he can say and do whatever the hell he want to do. At the end of the day, if you're grown, you should think with a grown mind. It doesn't matter what a celebrity got to say. I mean, you hear him out, you know what I mean? But have your own mind about it, man. I don't know the facts about it. I hope it do some good. That's all I got to say. Ice Cube is the first Negro to show us that, like, to give, give you an example, like, nigga, you can go from wearing a curl and being a gang member to being a Muslim. You know what I'm saying? He kind of, like, exactly. commercialized that. He made it. He made he made gangbangers turn Muslim who probably would have never, ever even, they probably would still be gangbanging to this day. Exactly. Um, so we moving along. We're going to get into another song here real quick. Somebody, let me see. Oh, we got that motherfucking. We gonna get into some shit by Mr. Banks called Silly Rabbit, right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast. I'm gonna bring you back in, overdose, and I'm we gonna talk oh, about yes, the sir. coronavirus, and we are gonna go back into your music career a little bit, get your top five, and we are gonna get you off this line, cause oh, um, this right. is called Silly Rabbit by Mr. Banks nine one three, right here on the Run Your Mouth. Podcast, bitches. Silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. Game song. Yeah. Neutron, you made this. Huh? If silly rabbit games for tricks, tricks get off my dick. <laughs> podcast that's mr banks 913 silly rabbit we got my main man motherfucking overdose 913 tapping in with me got him up on this motherfucking episode 12 merge election day send your cash apps to dollar sign mad marlin you stanky little funky breath bitch (laughs) talk to me overdose What's happening, man? Man, it's a beautiful day of day. Man. It's a beautiful day. Man, I got 1800 in my cup, and I got it mixed with some of that goddamn OJ Simpson, and they down at the bottom of the cup gang-banging it the fuck out. <laughs> so, <laughs> overdose the motherfucking coronavirus. It's a rapper called 
the wrong wrong, aka the coronavirus. We talking metaphorically. Um, we want to talk about the coronavirus. I want to get your take on it, but we talking about the coronavirus metaphorically as a rapper called Ron Ron. This bitch ass nigga <laughs> then came to town about six months ago. Did he slow money up for you? Did he make things crazier for you? How have you been getting bread throughout the whole goddamn experience? Talk to us. Oh, we getting money. We we we, we handling business. Okay. I ain't rich, but I'm handling business. You know, you know, you know, you know. He's yeah. he's still a bitch ass nigga. We don't fuck with oh, him. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. He spits on people when he raps and they start rapping like him and shit starts spreading. <laughs> And I just wanted to get your take on it. Fuck you, give him some. He need to go, Bruh, Like it, people need to eat, man. Got to some people got to get out to eat the so, right way. So overdose. If you were stranded on a fucking island, you know, mm-hmm. and for all you dumb summer bitches out there, that's a piece of land with water all the way around it. Not Texas or Florida. That's a peninsula. Um, if you were stranded on the fucking island and you got, you know, whoever, you got your kids or no kids or you got your wife or no wife or whoever, but you got a fucking DJ. All he going to do is play music no matter where you at on the fucking island. You say, DJ, play that song and he going to play that shit. But you only can choose five fucking artists it's supposed to be five rappers but my nephew almighty Oz, he's changed it up and he said he threw some chardonnay and prince in there so now i switched it you can only get <laughs> top five artists but it's supposed to be rappers so you got to put some fucking rappers in there god damn it okay you wanna slide right. some jazz in there it's fucking rap but if you want to nah, slide we we rap fucking yeah. it's rap i'm gonna just get nephew his pass yeah f- top five fucking you can listen to the whole catalog Give me five overdose and take your fucking time because I'm writing them down. Uh, Tupac, Twister, oh, hold on, you going Zero. Goddamn nigga, rap fast. He talk fast. He in his <laughs> top five fast shit. He said Pac out the gate. Twister, Twister, Zero, Zero. <clears throat> Drake stole his style. Let's go. <laughs> oh man, it's it's hard to pick just five, bro. Mm, uh, just five, bro. That's all you get. That's it. Five, you get, you get that catalog shit. Oh man. Oh, that's you talking not about okay. Pop's catalog, nigga? Right. That's I'm, 10 I'm good albums. with that. <laughs> I'd be good with that alone, probably. Uh, damn, man, that's hard, bro. Pop Twister Zero Project Pack. Project Pat. Mm. Motherfucking Project um, Pat. Yeah, that nigga said he was born in St. Louis. That's that Memphis connection. I'm, I'm going to have to do a reverse affirmative action on this. And people going to be mad at me, but he's going to keep me entertained no matter what CD. Um, Eminem. Eminem. You said you're going to do what? I'm going to do a reverse affirmative action. Mm. That reverse affirmative action. Yeah. That bagel I'm action. going to do it like that. We're gonna we're gonna do it like that. I, I don't think I don't think I'll be mad with that. So there's a little bit for everybody on there. 
So Overdose 913 is saying right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast, episode 12, November 7th, 2020, if he was stranded on a motherfucking island called Overdoseness. <laughs> the name of the fucking island will be called Overdoseness. Give him some. <laughs> 1800 yeah. kicking in right now, so y'all give me a break. Yeah, feel that. He's yeah. saying right here on his island called Overdoseness, the DJ would either play Tupac, Twister, Zero, Project Pat, and the goddamn white boy, Eminem. Give him some. Because <laughs> I fuck with him. But we have been, we've been having some issues lately, but I fuck with him. We'll talk about that on another episode called uh, Black Rapper, White Fan Base or some shit. Oh, wow. Over- I got I to gotta tune in for Oh, that. we might have you in here. Overdose 913. We got to try to do a random call. I got this motherfucking iPhone. Before I let you go, we got to call mm-hmm. somebody. And I normally just click over and find somebody random to fucking call and get they little punk ass perspective on some shit see what mm-hmm. they think about some shit just some shit I do on the show I got your motherfucking oh, yoga, yoga shit in the banging in the background slap that man I do it for y'all I ain't nothing without y'all remember that as I thumb through my motherfucking uh, roller dykes and shit yeah many more to come man See who the fuck we gonna call. We gonna call my motherfucking nephew, Ashton motherfucking Latcher. I get money with this Negro. Young nigga, like 20. We gonna get his motherfucking take on the King Von shooting right here live on the Run Your Mouth podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Cause it don't make no goddamn sense. Overdose, <laughs> motherfucking rappers get a record deal, get some money, then they get killed. That shit, that pattern, it don't make no sense. I don't understand it. It's gotta be man-made. All right, overdose, you want to sit tight? I'm about to call nephew and get his take. I'm going to merge the calls. I said, come on, let me see. Hello? Yeah. Yo, Ashton. What's up, man? This is Mad Marlon with the Run Your Mouth podcast. We are live on the air. We fucking talking about the King Von shooting. We not talking about it. We did talk about it. Every episode, I do a random call. I got my homeboy, Overdose913. He's an OG motherfucking rapper from the town. And we on the phone chopping it up. And I told him I'm about to call nephew and get his motherfucking take on it. So real quick, give me your take on it, what you think about it, and you can hang up and we'll let you go, nigga. You little young ass nigga. My take on it, man, I don't know, man. That shit was crazy. That shit was like random, for real. I mean... The way the way the news article saying he got an altercation with little Quando Rondo, his little homeboy shot starting to kill, bro. They got it all on camera. I feel like 
Yeah. I feel like it's going to cause a war between Chicago and Atlanta. You think so? I feel like the Chicago, yeah, I think the Chicago boys are going to go down to Atlanta and tear up the shit. Hey, let me tell you, uh, nephew, yeah. I'm about to play this video real quick. You still there, uh, Overdose? Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Okay, so I'm looking at the video. Nephew, you there? Yeah, I'm still here. So they all fall outside of the club. You can see King Von all white hitting dude, and you can see a nigga walk from yeah. around the truck, let off a shot, and then within a second, somebody hit him, and that nigga skedaddle. The nigga who shot King Von fall to the ground. The dude that looked like he's helping King Von. That nigga King Von is holding that nigga because that's the same nigga he was hitting when they rolled up out the club. That shit is twisted. Whew, it's too Ooh. much for me. <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna cause a war, G. Nephew, before we let you before we let you go, what can young what do young ass rappers need to do when they get a bunch of fucking money and they still wanna like, you know, kinda I guess live a gangster life? What do they what do they really need to do from a young nigga's perspective? Get that money, stay out the way. Get that money and stay, stay out, out the way. The way. Mm. What you think, overdose? Oh gee shit. That's some OG shit, my girl. Okay, young nigga kicking some OG shit. All right, nephew, get the fuck up out of here, man. Go do what you was doing, burning rubber and shit, or do whatever you was doing, nephew. I'll holler at you. <laughs> All right. Peace All, right. Safe, All right, peace. Yo. Yeah, yeah. man, I say something. Overdose, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Run it down, cuzzo. What you got to say? I was going to say, man, uh, speaking on that, you know, now that I know a little bit more about it, um, as far as that fucking war he talking about, between Chicago and Atlanta, I'm going to pray for y'all. Both, mm. both cities. Like, everybody involved, if you can find a way to kill that shit, get money, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? That, come on, man. If we don't help each other, if we don't realize we all the human race, we ain't going to have nobody to fight with. Mm. We're going to blow each other up. I mean, come on, man. We like me. Quit playing. Quit playing, man. That shit is sad. Sad, motherfucking sad. Overdose 913, before we let you go, do you got anything you want to promote or anything you want to say? You know, let um, me... Yes, sir, I do. Run it down. Um, 816-913 and all in between. We together support each other. Loyalty Entertainment, thank you. Um, thank you, Jay White, for giving me a shot. Um, thank you to everybody involved, everybody tuned in, everybody that keep it real, everybody, man. Um, hope y'all stay safe out there. Enjoy y'all motherfucking day. And fuck with yoga, nigga. I, hey, I'm setting the mood, man. We, we got to keep the moods going, man. You know, we all locked in the house. You, you do some motherfucking yoga. We can get it done. That's right. Coming soon on all platforms. You heard it right here live, right here live when the motherfucking mouth grow legs. The Run Your Mouth Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Marlin. Y'all make some motherfucking noise for Overdose 913, you little nappy-headed bitch. Hey, I'm going to get at you, Overdose. Hey, my niggas. All right, one. One.
First of all, I'ma smoke some yeah. Like a loke on the low sum yeah. Marijuana gon' provoke some At the after party, you should know some yeah. Motive pornographic throat hunching Touch your toes clutching if you go for that Big yoga mat, serious heart attack Origami shakes, ain't no holding back uh, Throw it back, throw it back, back Get it crack, get it crack, crack Bend it back, bend it back, back Want the pussy good, with the snack Tongue twerking into that, that Sugar spice in the snack, snack Room hotter than a rack, rack Weed cookies, creamy crack, crack Bubble booty, give me that Working, we can wax. Wait, really silly, no relax. Trying to make up a target at your tax. I'ma end them all right behind it. Yeah. You gon' feel it when I'm grinding. Woo. I slide in like a side yeah. in. In the ocean with a trident. Girl, my middle name should have been Monson. Keep it with me, get the feeling inside. Second like friend, then we probably menage and get intense with a tongue massage. Savage, baby, no surprises. Yeah. Freak business, no mirages. Yeah. Earthquake and second thighs. Yeah. Feel the mountain coming climbing. Yeah. Smoke up. Green smoke Yoda. Right here live on the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I'm your host, Mad Marlin, a.k.a. <gasps> Holy shit. Did I forget to introduce my co-host and his bitch-ass co-host, Teddy Vader and Bodak Orange? <gasps> Oh, y'all get them niggas some. <laughs> right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, the Kansas City Podcast Network, the mothership of the whole conglomeration. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you're a starving artist and your music is brand new and fresh off the fucking boat, there you go. Send it in. We want to play it before the fucking system. Get it and eat it up. <laughs> Give me some. <laughs> So y'all know how we always fucking do about this time. This is, wait a minute, shit. You're listening to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I'm Marlon Gumble, And this is White People News. See what you got, block. See what you got, cuz. Nigga, fuck your artistic boy. I'll fuck that nigga up. Bring your bitch ass up. Get back, Bill. Get back, Bill. No violence. Joe Biden, Joe President. Trump, Joe President, you bitch. Fuck you, you little nappy headed. Biatch. 
Hey, Black Man, what are you doing over there? Thank you, everybody. No violence. Oh, man, I'm just taping, watching all these clear people go to war with each other. (laughs) You're watching, I mean, fuck. You're listening to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I'm Marlon Gumble, and that was White People News. All right, family. So like we always do about this time, we're going to sign off as episode 12. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave a comment. I'm still get learning this podcast shit. I hope y'all like this episode. Episode 13 is coming the fuck up, so y'all stay tuned. And I just want to say, you know, courtesy of the menu um, post-election, man... Y'all already know how I feel about it. I kept my vote, and I'm cool with voter shaming. We can voter shame each other, but I choose not to. Artist of the day, Overdose 913. Don't forget to check Overdose 913 out. That new single, Yoga, is slapping you bitches upside the head. So right about now, we gonna sign off. We out this bitch. Babe, we got some more alcohol. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you fifteen percent or more." But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Es mejor llegar tarde a casa que nunca volver a llegar. Es mejor llegar tarde al trabajo que nunca volver a trabajar. Y es mejor recoger tarde a tus hijos que nunca volver a recogerlos. Llegar tarde a donde vayas por esperar a que pase el tren es mucho mejor que arriesgar tu vida tratando de ganarle el paso. Por algo existe el dicho, más vale tarde que nunca. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Nitzel.